0: ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty present the Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC.
1: Welcome into the Thursday. Welcome into the Thursday, September sixteenth edition. The Drive on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Brought to you by White Claw. That's the sponsor of our phone lines this hour at 877 420 Talk, 877 420 8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer Made Pure. Our text line is open as well 304 523 2275. Coming up this hour, we're going to hear from Marshall Men's Soccer Coach Chris Grassi. we got a big one coming up. It's going to be Marshall versus West Virginia. I know the fans are putting a lot into this. I know the fans are excited. You get two of the top teams in soccer going at it, number four versus number six. And that's always exciting. Marshall winning the national championship last season, West Virginia being one of the few teams to best the Thundering herd that season. So a lot on the line, a lot to be proven including West Virginia getting shafted by the NCAA last season, not getting into the tournament, and that due in part to the way that the Mid-American Conference handled its business with West Virginia. So we've got a big-time matchup. I know they're going to be adding some bleachers to the stadium, some temporary seating to accommodate. I mean, if anything, this is going to justify expanded seating eventually for the stadium, get some more opportunities for fans to get in there. So I'm looking forward to it. Chris Grassy is going to join us here in the next few minutes. As I mentioned, the text line, and again, I'll give you that number, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. We've got a lot to, to talk about. Now, the one topic that is on everyone's mind past the Marshall-ECU game when it comes to herd football is Will Marshall be leaving Conference USA for either the AAC or the Sun Belt? Now, I know there's some sort of ones better than the other as far as Marshall. is. Maybe some factions are, are being formed here. You know, some of you maybe like the Sun Belt better. Some of you like the AAC better. The AAC might not be going after Marshall, but it might not be because of anything Related to Marshall, it could be because they're going a different direction. Uh, Interesting article on CBS Sports' website. The American is uh, looking to add Air Force, Boise State, Colorado State, San Diego State, and UAB. So UAB would be poached from Conference USA. That would be a tough loss for Conference USA. And then you're going to go after some Mountain West teams because If you look at it, maybe the Mountain West is going to be the biggest threat to the American and the rest of us, the group of five, even though the American likes to call themselves a Power Six conference, in all actuality, it's the group of five or the the non-autonomy five, whatever you want to call them. So the American's trying to put itself in a spot to maybe fend off the Mountain West, be a little bit more proactive, and sees that The Mountain West could be a more viable league to raid from to maintain its status. We're going to get into all of that, but that's why I'm opening up the text line for you at, again, it's a different number from my dial-in number. It's 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275, which is the best opportunity for Marshall, the AAC or the Sun Belt or which one does Marshall actually have the better opportunity to getting into the AAC the Sun Belt or if Conference USA is poached losing one team and the Mountain West loses some teams does that set off a different level of poaching could some of the western teams in Conference USA maybe start looking at the Mountain West as a viable option. Keep that in mind. I mean we we haven't really talked about that. What would Conference USA look like if Conference USA started getting poached by the Mountain West? For one, I'm all for that. I'm all for a West Coast exit. It's not that I don't like those teams. I just think that these conferences in the future for conferences that are not making 30 or $40 million off their TV packages on a, a yearly basis, it, it should be something that's a little bit more geographically friendly. So you have right now several Texas schools. Maybe that would make sense in a reconstituted Mountain West as the Mountain West is trying to figure out what it might do if the American is— actually going to be able to poach some of those teams. Or the Mountain West holds its ground and looks at ways to maybe be more of an aggressor, maybe add some teams on its own and keep the American at bay. We don't know. We just don't know what the direction is. But again, a report coming out of CBS Sports that the American is looking at going a little bit more west for schools, and that includes Air Force, which would be a nice, Game for Navy, of course, they play that every year. Unfortunately, it's not a conference game, but now it would be. Also, you would have Boise State. Now, Boise State is similar to BYU, they're probably one of the best G5 schools. BYU is completely different. I don't, I don't consider BYU a G5 school if you want to go with designations just because of the fan base and everything that BYU brings. So, you have that. To keep in mind, Boise State is coveted possibly by the Big 12, so this could be pre, pre, pre-active. pre, This could be a preemptive strike to maybe get them. But if you think you're on the Big 12's radar, do you do the the smart thing and stay and wait to the Big 12 to um, maybe call you up eventually? What do you do when it comes to finding what your home is going to be? I mean, do, do you take a jump? Do you move and then hope that you're grabbed again? Or do you wait and just bide your time? I mean, what do you do when it comes to that? All right. Uh, we have got Chris Grassy coming up here in the next few minutes. He's going to be telling us about the matchup between Marshall and West Virginia. We'll get into this topic a little bit more. Again, the text line is open for you now. It's real simple. All you have to do is hit the. on the phone, and you can get in. Um, Texter already jumping in. The AAC is a better long-term investment for the Thundering Herd due to the, I'm going to say that's competition alone. The Sun Belt is a one-way ticket to always being undercut. So Texter writes, I want to see Marshall in the AAC. It's better long-term investment. That's a good possibility there. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, We've got callers calling in. We're going to get Chris Grassi in. So uh, we will get your phone calls in during the hour. But Chris Grassy is coming up next, so we're going to take our break, come back, get him on, and then we will talk about Marshall being in either the AAC or the Sun Belt with you. So busy show today. I'm looking forward to it. But Chris Grassi coming up next here. On The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member
1: FDIC. Coming up tomorrow... One of the biggest college soccer matches, uh, probably uh, of the season, will feature number four West Virginia versus number six Marshall. You can throw all those rankings out. I don't think those are going to mean a darn thing when these two teams meet tomorrow. Seven o'clock at Hoops Family Field. And joining us now on the program, the head coach of your defending national champions, Chris Grassi. This is it, man. This is this is what you have been wanting. You have been wanting a big time in-state matchup like this for for probably years and here it is and I'm sure you're excited.
2: Uh, yep.
1: Sorry, I'm not back on. You're back on, Chris. Yeah, did you hear <laughs> did you hear that big intro I, I had for you? Uh
2: no, I just got the end of it. About me being excited, but I am I am excited. So you're all right there. It's a it's a very fun matchup to, to be having, especially with uh, both teams doing so well, um, and, and all the best soccer being played in West Virginia at the minute. So, um, very excited for for the occasion.
1: So, I'm understanding this correctly. There's temporary seating going to be added tomorrow, so you can accommodate more fans. You're trying to get as many people as you possibly can in there to watch this thing.
2: Yeah, you know, we, we've increased the capacity by. A thousand or more. Um, so we've we have more seats uh, in there that'll be in there for the rest of the season. By the way, I know we sold out the main the season t- ticket allotment, um, but we're going to have tickets available for every game. Um, so there'll be some um, some seating areas, and then there'll also be standing areas. And we've moved the benches over to the stadium side, so that entire sideline is is free to be uh, stood on by uh, general admission. So there'll be uh, really sort of intense atmosphere. Um, I think we're going to break the attendance record, but hopefully we break it by a few thousand instead of a few hundred.
1: Chris Grassi, my guest, head coach of the Marshall soccer team, the, the men taking on West Virginia tomorrow. So uh, how do you feel going into this one? I, I know you've had a challenging schedule up to this point, and have you, have you seen the progress from your team to the point now where they realize that, Every time that Marshall takes the pitch, that they're the biggest target out there.
2: Yeah, I think that was, you know, that was quite sort of evident from from day one of the season. To be honest with with teams uh, coming to get us, and I think with a if you look at all the teams that went to the College Cup last year, there was there was a wobble in in Pitt, in, in Indiana, uh, UNC. You know, just because the, the 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 NCAA preseason for soccer is too short, it's not it's not long enough to get the guys fit enough to to be at their top level before we start playing. And so there's a little bit of that. And then for for those teams and us, you know, especially being the champs, there's that pressure to perform, you know, at the same level we were performing at in May. And I think the guys put a lot of that pressure on themselves as well. And you know, we've we've kind of had to take the pressure off. And if you've seen sort of in the last you know few games, we've really been flying. Um just playing good soccer and, and, and back to full fitness level now. Um, you know, it's been it's been really sort of exciting and, and you know, I'd say we're going into this game very, very well prepared, playing great soccer, starting to get some of that feeling and buzz back from um the end of the year last year, the same sort of feeling that we had going into the NCAA tournament.
1: You look at your schedule up to this point, um you're playing everybody. it, it I know it just worked out this way, but it feels like you're taking on all comers. There really hasn't been a, uh, a, a an opponent on your schedule yet that hasn't been quality.
2: Yeah, and that's what I mean. We wanted to have a very competitive schedule. We wanted to consistently test ourselves against the best. I mean, that was part of going down to, this was something before we won a national championship. We wanted to have the game against UNC in preseason at their place to have pretty much the toughest game we could find in preseason to just to get to that high level and stay at that high level and then know that we could beat those teams consistently. Um, we felt that would be the best way to put a marker. And we've said, you know, we'll play anybody anytime, anywhere. You know, that's, that's what we're about in, in college. We, we don't want to be scared to play anybody. We want to obviously make sure we're getting return games at home and that sort of stuff. But like, realistically, we'll, we've got uh, no worries about playing anybody. we want to play good games and, and have interesting matchups and, and be t- uh, challenged as individual players and as a coach and, and as a team collectively, you know, on the tactical side of things. So that's that's what makes it interesting. That's what makes it fun. And you know, if we continue to beat all the best teams, we'll be the best team.
1: You've got West Virginia coming in, and of course, uh, we can talk about everything, all the storylines. But at, at the end of the day, uh, two of the best teams in college soccer residing in the state of West Virginia, and you've got the home matchup. They've had a pretty challenging schedule as well. Uh, they've taken on Pitt and Penn State out of the uh, the, the rankings and uh, successful there. Only one tie against Loyola. Um, when you look at them, you know what are they all about? Uh, pretty much uh, what you would expect, especially since you and uh, Stratford have a little familiarity with each other, just a little.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, very familiar with each other, and, and obviously great to watch Stratz go from sort of strength to strength in his career and and the chief things he did at Charleston. And, and, you know, that, that gives me an immense amount of pride in, in his success and, and, and what he achieved, you know, with Charleston and Charleston still being a great team. I know we mentioned WVU and Marshall division one powerhouses, obviously, but you know, Charleston as well. So the state is, is rich with talent and, you know, I'm expecting WVU to come in and be extremely well coached, extremely well organized and disciplined, um, and be competitive. You know, we can, I know we're both ranked in the, in the top 10, but you could really throw. We could be, you know, 106 and, and 206, and I don't think it would matter in terms of the the intensity and the, the passion into the game. So we're gonna we're all gonna have to manage that. You know, we're gonna have to manage the the crowd and the the, the rivalry feelings to make sure that we're playing good soccer. And, and I'm expecting them to be very disciplined and very organized um, and, and very well coached and come in with a game plan. And you know, we just have to execute on our game plan and you know try and you know, take the game to them and then try and dictate the game or what's happening and take our chances.
1: Is that going to be the challenge to keep it a, a competitive disciplined game and maybe forget the fact that you're playing West Virginia, because I know the fans are making this out to be a big deal or does that emotion play into what you're trying to do?
2: No, I think, you know, we talk about our guys and, and sort of boundless energy. Um, the, the fan, enthusiasm and the rivalry game is definitely going to play. And I hope it plays in and I hope it feeds us. You know, I hope we can rise to the occasion occasion like we did, you know, down at Kerry and, and take all of that noise and pressure and expectation from the fans and channel it in the right way. You know, we, don't want, we can't ignore the fact that the crowd's going to be intense and right by the sidelines and it's going to be passionate. It's going to be a great uh, college soccer atmosphere. We can't ignore that. But we do have to acknowledge it, and we have to use it.
1: Chris Grassy, my guest, head coach of the Marshall soccer team, the Thundering Heart taking on West Virginia. And, and I know you can't look ahead, but after this, it doesn't get any easier. You've, you've got a, a pretty strong stretch of games, Unfortunately for you, they're going to be all at home. So the home fans are really in store for a treat when it comes to uh, some really good matchups coming up here in the next few days.
2: Yeah, you know, after, you know, the first half of WVU, we have the second half of WVU. and That's really uh, as far as the as as coaching staff and the team is, is well looking at it. But, yeah, so down the schedule, you know, Akron, uh, top 10 team right now. Kentucky should be a top 10 team right now. And then we've got Butler, who's, you know, powering the Big East. So we've got really good slate of games at home. And that's going to tell us where we are. You know, it's, it's not so much results for me at this point in the season. It's going to be performances. You know are we performing in the right way and just like when we went to WVU last year, we lost that game one nil, but we limited them to really one chance, which they scored. we dominated the play we, we limited them to about two corners, and we had we had plenty of corners, plenty of shots, plenty of chances and plenty of the territory in the ball. so you know realistically we're only looking at a small improvement from that performance last year um, you know to to take it take it through.
1: Chris Grassy joins me. Marshall taking on West Virginia tomorrow. Now, uh, I know uh, we've alluded to this, but on social media, there's a lot of hype for this game. I saw uh, one of the uh, pieces of artwork earlier um, featuring uh, you and the and the and the, the team uh, as the Avengers from the Marvel superhero movies. So, um, which Avengers character are you? Since the artwork's out there now.
2: Um, I have no idea. I know our marketing department do a great job and, and all the people connected with the, the program are doing a great job hyping it up on social media. I'm not really... I haven't really seen it on social media. Let's just put that. I kind of jump on and tweet stuff out and then, and then jump off as quick as I can without reading anything. That's <laughs> as smart. As I can.
1: That's, that's but, a very smart yeah. way to do it and I, I, <laughs> I approve. Uh, all right, so um, we'll have to figure this out. We'll let the fans decide which Avenger you are. I mean, are you... Uh, are you a debonair billionaire? Are you uh, are you the god of thunder? I mean, are you Captain America? Okay, maybe you're not Captain America. I don't know. We'll have to figure well, out which
2: American you're... citizen now. You know, so you are. Maybe. Okay,
1: okay. So maybe you are Captain America. Well, maybe that's your designation. That was... <laughs>
2: um, maybe that was a very uh, very proud moment in my life uh, in 2019 when I became a citizen. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'll take the billions. Okay, so you can be Tony Stark you can
1: be the Iron yeah. Man character the the guy with the uh, the suit the the high-tech suit of armor um <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll let the fans figure it out they seem like to be the better ones at that of course uh, since you're not very familiar with the movies themselves so we can't really uh I can't make a Thanos reference to uh, your opponent tomorrow and uh, Dan Stratford he's the big villain in, in most of these movies all right yeah so well, you're gonna have think, to get the – I
2: don't think start to don't think Stretch is a is a villain in my eyes. You know, uh, I wish for his success in in every game except for the except for this one. You know.
1: Okay, fair enough. But the, uh, I guess we're gonna have to have uh, the guys like maybe educate you on what the marketing department's doing since uh, they're doing a lot of things. Maybe <laughs> that I'm sure you're looking like okay, that looks good. Okay, um, yeah, all right, Avengers, yeah. we're, we're all here for it. Uh,
2: it's gonna be fun well, really tomorrow. My 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 younger staff, you know, when they when they give me the thumbs up that it's going well. That's what I, that's what I like to see. <laughs>
1: Coach, it's going to be fun tomorrow. I know uh, this is uh, kicking off uh, an exciting uh, next uh, few games here at home for the fans, but uh, I know this is exciting for you and for uh, for uh, Stratford, Coach Stratford. So uh, I'm looking forward to this one and uh, seeing all the fans uh, enjoying what uh, what high-level soccer looks like in the state of West Virginia.
2: For sure, and there's still tickets available. So if, if guys want to come, if people want to come, let's uh... – Let's get down there and buy some tickets, and, and they're still available. So snap them up while they're while they're while they're
1: there. All right, coach. Good luck tomorrow. We'll talk to you soon, uh, and uh, I'm sure you're going to be. Are you uh, sticking around tonight to watch the uh, conference opener for the ladies? You're going to be, uh, you know, game planning instead. holed up in your office.
2: Yeah, we'll, well, we might be, we might be hold up sort of planning. I'm actually out there right now, Bobsville Park, watching my son play.
1: Good deal. Well, I'll let you get back to that then, and uh, I appreciate your time as always, and good luck tomorrow, uh, and we'll see you soon. Principal. That is Coach Chris Grassy. Which Avenger is he? Since the marketing department over at Marshall has put together the uh the poster, the Avengers. Uh, they didn't go so far as to actually dress them up as Marvel characters. So it's Marshall Soccer Avengers. And yeah, it, it looks like a a movie poster, so you know, kudos to the marketing department there. But which character is Chris Grassy? I mean, is he is he Tony Stark? Is he is he Thor? I mean, he could be Captain America now. He's, he's a U.S. citizen now, so he could be Captain America. Uh, is he Nick Fury? Uh, he'd have to wear an eye patch, though. He's in, Is he Nick Fury? Um, is he Hawkeye? I like Hawkeye. No, no comments on Hawkeye. I mean, he. I mean, it's hard to shoot a bow and arrow. I mean, what's your super ability? You know, I can I can nail anything from anywhere, and I can use a bow and arrow. That's how bad I am. I just shoot things with a bow and arrow and win. Okay. So he could be Hawkeye. He could be, um, I don't know. I don't want to get into the secondary and tertiary characters here. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is he Spider-Man? Is he Ant-Man? I, I don't know. Is he... Um, is he the Winter Soldier? I, I don't know. I, that's up to you guys. You let me know on Twitter, at Swan, And, of course, you got to be following me for me to see it because, unlike uh, Coach, I, I actually stay on Twitter a little bit longer. I don't hop in and hop out. And you can also text us. The text line is open. You can hit us on that. It's real simple. It's a different number, and the number is 304-523-2275. And uh, I also have people who are using my personal text to send me notes. And uh, I forgot one: the Hulk. Do you really? Chris Grassy is the Hulk. Is he like Bruce Banner? He's like he's like Bruce Banner. Okay, fair enough. Wow, this show is, um went places I didn't think it would go, and I'm, I think we're better for it. When we continue, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about where Marshall might end up. Is it going to be the AAC? Is it going to be the Sun Belt? Will Conference USA be aggressive? Maybe a reconstituted Conference USA? That's not going to happen. We'll figure it out when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
1: Phone line is 877-420-TALK. Brought to you by White Claw. Hard Seltzer made pure. Text line. Different number. I know, you got to learn different numbers here. It's 304-523-2275. The text line, once again, 304-523-2275. Texter writes, Of your opponents are either Florida or Texas. essentially seems to work against us. And we've won one conference uh, ship in recent years. Okay, uh, it continues. It just seems like moving to the AAC, Marshall, may not be ready competition-wise, but maybe they will prove themselves against App State again and ECU to give a better idea. So you got to worry about your um, your opponents being in Florida or Texas. And I would like to see Marshall in a league where your primary travel is not Texas. I'm okay with Florida. I know Doc Holliday loved Florida. I mean, he was down there every chance he could get. Recruiting, Florida. Yearly visit to one of the Florida schools, primed and ready to go. Bowl game, let's go to Florida. Let's go to the same Florida Bowl every year. Marshall's not going to the same Florida Bowl this year. I don't think so anyway. I could be wrong. But that's uh, one texter's thought. So maybe the Sun Belt's the better option? What do you think? Again, the phone number 304-523-2275 for the text. And the White Claw phone line is 877-420-TALK, eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five. 8255 And according to a report coming out from CBS Sports, Dennis Dodd, that some of the targets for the American looks like going to be raiding the Mountain West and that's Air Force, Boise State, Colorado State, San Diego State, and UAB. UAB gives you a little bit more of a southern footprint. You get a up-and-coming program and a football-crazy state. UAB definitely has a lot of potential there, and they're putting a lot of effort into football. So are you looking for... Television value, and that's what the CBS report alludes to, that you might be looking for television value. I don't know if you're going to get equal value for Central Florida, for Houston, for Cincinnati. I don't know what you're going to get as far as uh, that is. Um, I mean, you might be able to equal or or expand that. Air Force has a, a tradition. It's Air Force. Boise State is a, a name, a brand. Uh, San Diego State is coming along quite nicely. And you got Colorado State and uh, UAB. UAB is coming along quite nicely. And you're, if, you're, if you're going to add numbers, you're adding more. So you might be able to sustain your television as far as putting together a similar package. Our phone line, once again, is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Let us welcome to the program. So we're all over the place. I got um, I got 54 different boxes up. We've got Tim joining us from Charleston. Tim, go ahead. You're on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Tim, you, you there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, it's no problem. Um, no problem. So I get an, I see. I can blame all my phone problems on the intern. So it's all good.
3: Yeah. So with Marshall and having the option between the AAC and the Sunbelt, Belt, um, they have to really think about the long-term effect of being in the Sunbelt compared to the AAC. With Cincinnati and Houston going to the Big Twelve there is going to be a surplus of revenue to be had in the AAC. So Between... take the money
1: and run. Go to the AAC. It's going to be the better. It's
3: not, even, it's not even a take the money and run. These college kids and students, athletes I should say, want to play for a school that is going to get them exposure to play at next levels, whether it be baseball, football, even soccer, which has a surplus of leagues to go to, without exposure, these guys are not going to want to come to certain schools. And long-term exposure in the AAC compared to the Sun Belt just makes more sense.
1: Sun Belt had a couple of nationally ranked teams. You know, what do you um, what do you say to that? Uh, we'll, Is that
3: across all? I mean, you got to think about with the AAC having schools like Cincinnati and Houston leaving, someone's going to have to take their place. I would say Marshall is more accustomed to playing harder schools that would be in the AAC compared to the Sun Belt. Okay. And for one, the competition's there, and it's, the AAC has kind of taken the face of the Big East whenever they dissolved in most uh, major sports.
1: Well, you've got East Carolina left. That'd be a good matchup with Marshall. Yeah, Memphis. About the same level. Memphis, uh, good in basketball. Uh, okay in football. We saw what Marshall and Navy look like. Then you got South Florida, which uh, would love to get the heck out of this thing. Um, and losing Central Florida is going to smart for the, a long time. You have SMU. You have Temple. You have Tulane and Tulsa.
3: And one was, thing about all of those schools is is that they have always been a if you had to tier them a mid tier school but they are always that one step away that one player in whatever sport it is, whether it be basketball with Memphis or uh football with SMU and their history. There is history to be had with those schools. With Marshall being on the up-and-coming in pretty much everything at this point, because they have had a phenomenal recent couple seasons with softball, with football, basketball is hit or miss, but for more times than not, they're good. I mean, it would be a better long-term investment for the school with revenue, with um, recruitment, for them to go AAC over Sunbelt.
1: Okay. Uh, What if, let's say the AAC raids the Sun Belt, doesn't take Marshall, then do you go into the Sun Belt? At that point, do you, you say, okay, we're going Sun Belt here? Or is that really not an option right now? It's it's AAC or bust?
3: With the Sun Belt, it's, it's going to be a hard situation to hold with them because... They are viciously hit or miss with their schools and their teams. They might have these teams who rank nationally on the occasion, but consistency is key in collegiate sports. That's why schools like Alabama, Texas, you have schools like Clemson who have in the recent in recent years and you know football, have flourished. College students and recruits want to play for winning teams. They want to come together to play for schools. You would see more of a influx in the star ratings, which I think in general is a little broken, but you would have these guys and girls coming into these schools and that just adds revenue because people will pay to watch people play. So it might be AAC or bus in my opinion. Okay. Yes.
1: All right. And I'll throw this at you. I'll let you um let you get me your thoughts on this. What if what CBS is reporting is true and the American is looking a little bit more westward? And raids the Mountain West Then you're going to have to possibly jump into the Sun Belt If the Sun Belt is looking Because of the fact that I'm pretty sure that The Mountain West is going to raid a few teams uh, From uh, some of these Western members of these conferences I think the Conference USA is going to get picked apart eventually
3: with the Mountain West situation and possibly going Sunbelt and going and moving west with like say the athletic, say they do move west, right? Marshall and I hate to compare Marshall and WVU in any aspects because they are viciously different in a lot of aspects when it comes to athletics. It's
1: apples and oranges. But it completely is apples and oranges.
3: Yeah. But we have seen West Virginia being in the state and I'm talking travel alone right now. Um They have made it possible. They have shown that it is possible to work with a majority out West schedule because, what was it, eight of the ten teams in the Big 12 were Midwest and Texas alone. Well, I'll I'll throw
1: this at you, though. They can work with a schedule like that because they have more revenue to work with a schedule like that. Travel is a big expense. No matter what where you're at yeah. if, if you're in the big 12, it's an easier expense to handle than say if you're in conference USA.
3: Now have we considered possibly the Mac for in that scenario then because of where they are majority located?
1: Okay one would the Mac take Marshall back one would the Mac want Marshall back for the third time? Two, mm-hmm. do Marshall fans as a as a collective? Want to go to the MAC? Would that be seen as a drop down even further? I mean, I, I like some of the schools in the MAC, but I don't know if I've heard fans want to make that trip once again to the Mid Ohio Valley for college football.
3: Now, here's one more thing I have for it is so with the move to possibly the AAC or the Sun Belt. What is the long-term goal? Because with Marshall, and now I'm just going to use only football, for instance, with them having a progressively better team every year, and it has shown statistically, sometimes the record may flourish, but we, I think we're all in agreement that the team that they have right now, compared to five years ago, is light years different? Is the goal to possibly get to a bigger conference, possibly a Power Five, over the next 15 years compared to staying where they're at and remaining to play on the same level that they've played on for the last 15.
1: Well, I think ultimately the question that hasn't been answered yet, and we're going to have to wait and see, is which of these uh, upper-level group of five leagues will emerge as the the premier? Will it be the Mountain West? Will the Mountain West hold and maybe take that spot that the American has taken? Or... Can the Sun Belt overtake the American? And so you're, you're trying to figure out where is going to be the best landing spot for you because uh, the good news is if you move to the American, you're moving up. Years ago, you went from the MAC to Conference USA. At the time, it was a move up. So, Marshall, wherever it goes, it probably will have to be considered a move up. I think right now the Sun Belt a move up, even though – Conference USA raided the Sun Belt years ago. Mismanagement blew that apart. And I think the American probably is the most attractive right now in the fans' mind. But you know what? Um, It's going to depend on which direction the Mountain West and the Sun Belt and the American are going. If the American's going to raid the Mountain West, the Mountain West has got to replenish somewhere. And so – you know, we're going to see all these dominoes tumble. I appreciate the phone call. i got to hit the commercial break. We will continue with the phone numbers, 304-523-2275 for the text line, 877-420-8255. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul
1: Swan on ESPN
0: 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
1: Our text line is open for you this hour. we got a few minutes. It's probably going to be the best way to get on the show for the remainder of the day. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. That's the text line. Texter writes, AAC doesn't want Marshall, according to reports, of who they are looking at. But I like AAC better than the Sun Belt. I like them both I think both have some advantages over the other i'm I'm not going to um, I'm not gonna trash the American like some have not naming names and I'm not going to trash the American like some have however if the American goes west yeah I want to be in a league with Appalachian State I like that I want to be in a league with Georgia Southern I like that. Because those are teams that are familiar with me. I'm familiar with them. They're familiar with me. As far as you know, Southern Conference era. You have you have the one aa days. You have that Southern Conference era. You have the old school Mac era. Then you have the more recent Mac era. And then for uh, a lot of fans, all those fans have known really is Conference USA. I mean, there's a lot of fans maybe don't even realize Marshall was in the Southern Conference, don't even know what that is. And so, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, and State, Georgia Southern, I like that. And, of course, it's been a running joke for, I don't know, like a decade now how I've been a big Coastal Carolina fan, and now they're in a conference with Marshall in soccer, so I can't be a Coastal Carolina fan anymore. I can't do it. That was always my basketball go-to score. I had to always have a Coastal Carolina score. In, in, I had someone actually at that Marshall game come up. Did you go to Coastal Carolina? No, it's no. But thanks for listening. I appreciate that. No. Um, hey, I like Coastal Carolina. I think uh, Coastal would be a uh, good opponent. Uh, the Louisiana school, sure, that would be cool. If uh, you see what the Sun Belt offers geography-wise, you might like it. Then you look at the American and you think, okay, uh, do you want to be in a league with East Carolina? Yeah, Marshall East Carolina, sure. And then you got Marshall and Memphis. Okay, there's a Conference USA history there. And then there's Navy. I mean, who wouldn't want to go play Navy on a uh, an annual basis? Either you know, welcome Navy to Huntington, or or hit the road. I mean, her fans love that trip. And you have South Florida. There's your Florida trip. There's your Florida trip right there. And then you look at Tulane, Tulsa, okay? Going to Tulsa, Oklahoma, sure. It's not too terrible. And Tulane would be a nice trip. Does Wichita State stay in for basketball possibly? I mean so Marshall Wichita State, sure. I'm all I'm all about that. I haven't even mentioned Temple. I mean, it's Temple. They have some, academically there's the prestige there. And then which other schools will be added to this? But if you look at the American going out west and looking at Air Force, okay, Air Force, Navy, sure, that's great. Boise State, that would be a a huge get. I mean, that would really – if Boise State goes, I'm sure the other schools that are being targeted would go as well with San Diego State, Colorado State, and then UAB. UAB is going somewhere. UAB is – More than likely, one of the targets for the American. So then, if Conference USA is sitting out there losing UAB and the Sun Belt wants to be proactive, the proactive Sun Belt would maybe grab Marshall. Maybe you grab a couple other teams. Maybe you take Southern Miss. I like being in a league with Southern Miss. Do you take a Florida school? If you're if you're the Sun Belt, do you sit and think, okay, take FAU? Do you take FAU, Marshall, Southern Miss? Does Western Kentucky get an invite, or you're like, hey, look, no, you guys left us. See ya, you middle, hang out, have fun over there in Conference USA. I mean. Imagine you're, you're Western Kentucky, you're middle. You paid all this money to get into Conference USA and it falls apart and the Sun Belt ends up being the better conference after all. Okay. I'd hate to lose that rivalry with Western Kentucky. Or here's what happens. You take the Eastern schools in Conference USA and you come up with like a, a really better conference. And maybe add some membership there. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, we'll talk about it tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS
0: Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast, Burgers, and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.
2: West Virginia Metro News.